I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast bringing you the uplifting stories of inspiring people from all walks of life. The first time I experienced onsen in Japan transformed how I saw my body. Growing up in the UK, I'd not really seen anyone naked other than my immediate family. And going into an onsen aged 25, I understood something for the first time. Every human being is beautiful. And our bodies are as unique as our faces. No one has the body that we're shown in adverts and magazines. The body we're all told to aspire to have. It doesn't exist. It's the result of airbrushing and lighting and a whole team of highly paid, highly skilled professionals working hard to get that one shot where everything seems in proportion and smooth and unblemished. The shame around having a body that does not conform to society's exacting beauty standards persists, and it can be toxic. Today's interviewee is creative director and fashion stylist Marcus John. When he discovered how much shame there is around the spinal condition scoliosis, he decided he had to act to empower people with the condition to help them to celebrate their uniqueness instead of hiding their difference. A few close friends of mine actually are impacted by scoliosis. And with myself being a creative director as well as a wardrobe stylist in the fashion industry, I just felt that um, it was best for me to use my skill sets to help support them in regard to what they go through mentally, physically, and whatnot to create awareness and things of that nature. So how can I make her happy? How can I empower her? How can I make her feel beautiful? How can I? So just asking these type of questions. And that's when I just basically created a concept in the beginning of a beauty and empowerment campaign for anyone that is affected by scoliosis. So scoliosis is actually the most common uh, spinal condition out of all these spinal conditions. And um, also it's Essentially, it is a sideways curvature of the spine that measures greater than 10 degrees to the left or to the right facing the examiner. And also, too, it's a really big on a person's mental health as 40% of individuals affected, affected by this condition actually suffer from suicidal thoughts. And it's also considered a hidden condition because many people actually hide it through loose clothing, through... Uh, with females just growing their hair out intentionally so they can hide the curvature of the back or the scar if they had surgery. So my background is in fashion as a creative director and wardrobe stylist. My work has been on the cover of Harper's Bazaar, editorials, and Vogue, GQ, Esquire. And a close friend of mine, uh, she really just loves my work and the way that I style individuals. And she was attending her first gala, which was also a huge gala, which was VH1 Save the Music. And um, she asked me to style, it, style her for it. I just had her come to the set of my photo shoot so we can get fitted for her. And when she came, she seen the clothing rack from a distance and she was just extremely excited about it. And as she gets closer to the rack, she looks basically at the dress from the bottom up and she's like feeling the materials. She's just touching it and really loving it. But then when she gets to the top of the dress, she sees that it's like shoulderless. And she's like, okay, I really love this one and out of her side, but let's, let's see the next one. So then she gets to the next one, starts from the bottom up again, starts feeling the material, sees the length of it. And now she sees that it has like a deep V in the back. And she's just like, oh, I really love this one as well, but let's let's get to the next one. And then the next one, she sees that it has like a high neck, but then it's backless. So she's on to the next one. 
she was just like uh, overwhelmed, I believe at the time. And she then said, hey, Marcus, like, do you mind if I speak to you on the back? And I was like, yeah, like no problem at all. But in my head also at the same time, it's like, did I say something wrong? Like, was, did I say something offensive? I was just a little confused. So I start walking to the back and, and I, you know, she says, hey, Marcus, like, you know, I'm like one of your biggest fans. That's the only reason. Uh, also, one of the reasons why I actually two styled me for uh, the, the, the gala. And she was like, you know, but, and as she says the word, but a teardrop just falls from her eye. And I now instantly started thinking again, like I must have said something wrong. And she says, you know, but I suffer from scoliosis. And also at the time for myself, I was unaware of how scoliosis impacted a human body. So then I told her, I was like, listen, I don't mean to sound ignorant in any kind of way, but I'm just not sure how that affects a human body, what it looks like or anything. So she then shows me her spine and it's literally like an S when a, um, someone who doesn't have scoliosis, their spine is supposed to be more so straight up. And uh, when I seen it though, I more, so viewed it, I more so viewed it as a beautiful uniqueness versus like a deformity, things like that. And from there, I just more so wanted to create an empowerment campaign for anyone that was dealing with anything alike. In 2016, Marcus John set up a charity called Back to Healing. It began with a photography exhibition at New York Fashion Week. It showcased stylish, beautiful photos of people with scoliosis. The idea was to celebrate these different bodies, to replace shame with pride. Marcus went on to take the exhibition on tour around America, raising money as he went. He later partnered with surgeons and suppliers of implants, offering free surgeries for children who could never afford it without help. So it's Back to Healing Incorporated as the full name. Play along the words of mental health as well as scoliosis. So essentially our mission is to improve the quality of life of individuals affected by scoliosis through mental health awareness, education, empowerment and advocacy. And I just honestly just wanted to give a voice to individuals impacted by this condition. That was my first ever exhibition. And I collectively was able to garner a lot of support from very incredible individuals having scoliosis. All of them have very inspiring stories. Um, once again, I'm really big on diversity. So I wanted to show different ages, different races, different genders, some who were surgically treated, some who are non-surgical. And uh, it was just an incredible night. So one of their metrics of success was if we can get at least 50 people to attend the opening night party to this, that would be incredible. That first night, we had over 410 people. And an incredible thing is, well, for me at least, we don't show the participants their photos. So they just come, say, a month or two prior, get their photographs taken, and then from there, they don't see their images again until the opening night when they attend. And the opening night event, they attend with their loved ones, their family, their spouses, whatever. And I just remember seeing just the participants seeing their photos for the first time. Many of them are crying just due to an overwhelming uh, emotion of just happiness or proudness or just feeling like they're like they're seen, like they're heard. Um, because once again, they don't really speak about this condition. Even if someone asks them about it, sometimes they deny it or once again, wear the hair or just loose clothing so no one knows. But this time was more so like, this is me. This is who I am. This is my story. 
and I'm ready to come out to the world to show individuals who I'm affected or individuals who also may be affected by this condition in hopes to inspire them and in hopes to motivate them to share their story as well. It was absolutely an incredible night. And from that night alone, I saw that this is something that I continue, I want to continue doing. Where if you, if anyone's familiar with Stryker, which is uh, one of the biggest medical device companies, if you ever go to their headquarters in the U.S. at least, which is in Virginia, our artwork decorates their entire auditorium. Uh, we also sell our artwork themselves, photographs, and other means is through uh, partnerships and sponsors. So they, you know, do donations to us as well. Um, so there are different ways that we can definitely get crafty and that we definitely raise funds. But I would say, you know, so the ones that we have annually is defi- definitely our exhibitions that we do. And our newly incorporated ones are uh, our mission trips. So one is a lot for mental health and uh, representation, which is our exhibitions. Another one is really just providing children free surgeries from all around the world, living in impoverished areas who could never afford it on their own. Those are very special to me because when we have a mission trip or whatnot, they're able to provide us with the implants as well as the equipment for our team of surgeons to actually travel to these countries. So the surgeons that we work with, they donate their time and we fly out to, the first one was actually in Brazil um, under our Back to Healing umbrella. That was last November. And we partnered with an incredible hospital over there, Medtronic, as well as Stryker and Nuvasiv. They donated uh, implants to us. And these implants were, they equate to almost, not even almost, sorry, they equate to over $2.5 million in in-kind donations. And once again, we're able to provide free surgeries to these children who can never afford it. Marcus's work grew from a small seed, wanting to help a friend to feel better about their body. Many of us might feel empathy for a friend facing a challenging situation, but Marcus went further and set out to change things. He put one foot in front of the next, nurturing the project, allowing it to grow. And now he's helping many people feel better. Marcus told us that he lives by the maxim, if you believe, you will achieve. And it certainly seems to have kept him going. We still have a very long way to go to dismantle our unhealthy and narrow ideas of beauty. But thanks to people like Marcus, it does feel like things are beginning to change. That's it for this episode. If you enjoyed this one, you might be interested to listen to the episode with Naomi Shimada, a model turned body positive campaigner. You can find out more about all the Vision Vibes episodes on the NHK World Japan website. I'm Chloe Potter. Please join us next time to hear more from inspiring people around the world on Vision Vibes.